0: Springer.
1: Hey, Brynn, have you seen Steel Magnolias?
0: Oh, my God, yes. I love that movie.
1: Jonesy, you seen it, right?
0: Uh-uh. Springer! Hey, Tony. Yeah? you seen Dracula, right? Oh,
1: I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, I mean, you've seen it. What do you think? <laughs> hey, Brynn, have you seen <laughs> Weekend of Bernie's? Oh, my God! Weekend of Bernie's saved my life. Jonesy, you have to have seen it.
2: Of course not.
1: It's insane. Nigger and in Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the s*** out of me when I was a kid. You I the out of you. I have not seen
2: that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't
1: seen it. It's showtime. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Film Springer, the podcast Springer. about... <laughs> The podcast about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friends who's never seen them. I am Tony and I'm here with
0: Rin. I'm also here.
1: Yeah. And our sheltered friend?
0: Hi, I'm Lena, the
2: sheltered
1: (laughs) friend. (laughs) Yes. So this week we took a little turn. We went for a cinematic masterpiece. It is the 1974 America. American um, neo-noir mystery film, um, Chinatown. Chinatown. Yes, China. This is a heavy film if you have not seen it. There's a uh-huh. lot on this film um, that I read up on, and I didn't realize the significance of this film until yeah. researching it. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because I hadn't watched it in a really long time. So I'm really curious to think what Jonesy – Things about this film very about <laughs> Which this. we will get to yeah. But before that To get everybody in the mood for this film Let's watch a bit of the trailer Of Chinatown uh, Just a bit please, Just a bit Rob <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles 1937 there are lots of guys like J.J. Gittes. They're easy to find, if you want to find them.
0: Mr. Gittes, have we ever met? Well, no. Never? <laughs> never. Since you agree with me that we've never met before, you must also agree with me that I've never hired you to do anything, certainly not spy on my husband. I don't get tough with anyone, Mr. Gittes. My lawyer does.
1: You do your job, and sometimes you find the answers to questions that should never be asked. Or you find out what happens to people who ask them. Hold it down, kitty cat.
0: You're a very nosy
2: fellow, kitty cat, huh? You know what happens to a nosy fellow? Oh.
1: I dislike the word cheat. Did you have affairs? Mr. Gitties? Did he know about it? Where were you when your husband died? You were seeing someone too.
0: For very long?
1: I don't see anyone
0: for very long, Mr. Giddens. It's difficult for me. Mr. Giddens, you're dealing with a disturbed woman who's just lost her husband. I don't want to take her in.
1: All right, there's like another minute of that trailer, yeah, so we're not going to make you suffer through it. We're going to get too into long. this film. Um, so, first off, Bryn, do you want to give us a little rundown of the plot or do you want me to? What do Oof. you think? It's a very, very complicated Oof. plot.
0: Oophorectomy. I will give this my best shot.
1: Okay. Um, if you need help, I'll jump in. <laughs>
0: so, we've got slick talking, but really not so slick talking, kind of dense. Jake Giddees, and he is an old-timey PI, a private dick, if you would, (laughs) and um, he is just private dick in it around Hollywood and Los Angeles, (laughs) as you do, and um, he gets ensnared in um, a a plot regarding the most boring thing on earth, waterways. Yeah. Water. What The exotic sexy beast known as Public Uh, Reservoir Water Systems. And he gets involved with a Faye Dunaway and she's got eyebrows.
1: Very thin eyebrows. Very
0: little on, you know, on theme eyebrows. And there's something wacky going on with there and the water and her dad and, um, then the end's real depressing. The
1: end's real, real depressing. So um, did I get that? You got you did a decent job. Good job, Ren. Her, Her husband
0: is murdered. Her husband is yes. part of oh. like, like, anyway. Evelyn. So he okay, so Jake Giddis when he's private dicking gets dicked by a fake dick. And um <laughs> he, fake, fake. he, he d- dicks the wrong dick. and then it turns out it's he thought he was dicking Faye Faye Dunaway's husband but he was actually dicking a working girls thing and um then Faye Dunaway is like that's my husband and then he gets involved with Faye Dunaway her dad is rich he owns
2: the water
1: or did yeah he was Part of all of that, so it's mainly
2: my sister, my daughter, my sister, my daughter,
1: (laughs) my my sister. That part I totally forgot about. Watching, I forgot that was
0: the one thing that I remembered from this movie was the twist. My sister, my daughter, my sister. When it hit
1: this time, I was like, "Oh shit! I don't remember this part. (laughs) What the hell?" So the movie is um, inspired by the actual California water wars that happened at the turn of the century in the early 1900s, like 1910, 19. 13 around there. But the film takes place in nineteen thirty-seven and it's very um when I was researching it, it's very nineteen thirty-seven, not thirty-six, not thirty-eight, very nineteen thirty-seven. Specifically. Yeah. Um and this was kind of the catalyst that put Jack Nicholson as a bona fide yes. movie star, Hollywood heavy hitter was Yeah, exactly.
0: And this, the part um, of Jake Giddies was written specifically for him by Robert Towne, the screenwriter who was his roommate for a little bit.
1: Yeah, and he won, um, Robert Towns won the Oscar for Best Screenplay, and a lot of people say that this is the best screenplay ever written, original screenplay that's ever been written. And in 1991, the film was selected by the Library of Congress for, for preservation in the United States National film registry which I thought was cool as being a culturally historical movie like it yeah yeah they put it away
0: I mean because it is like very specific to California in Mm -hmm. 1937 which Mm -hmm. is that we were trying to steal water from people and from the farmers yeah from from the valley and and all that orange groves and it's
1: very specific. Very specific. <laughs> but the other thing, too, this film, when I was reading about it, it is, it, cause it came out in 1974. Mm-hmm. So it kind of was an end of an era in Hollywood after this yeah. film. Cause after this film started the big budget, big Hollywood films with Jaws that came out I want to say the next year a couple of years around the same time yes. and when Jaws came out it was a different style film it changed Hollywood to the modern I guess you can say Hollywood that we have now so a lot of people especially in there's a book that um that came out, and it's called The Biggest Goodbye, um, Chinatown in the Last Years of Hollywood, which is written by Sam um, Wason, I think is his last mm-hmm. name. And he goes into how this film was the end of a Hollywood era and everything yeah. around it and how um, it's all because of Jack Nicholson, Robert Townsend, and Roman Polanski. Yeah, the, I
0: mean, we're going to have to address the pedophile in the room. I
1: know. I know.
0: (laughs) Is that this is a Roman Polanski Polanski directed cameoed in movie? Uh, It's rough. It's his last movie on American soil Mm. um, because he fled. Um, I mean, obviously, Roman Polanski has a huge storied history in. the American movie genre but history but also um the American cultural republic public republic ultra cultural <laughs> public because of um Sharon Tate.
1: Yeah. So he he's the wife like, of Sharon um,
0: Tate. Much talked about, much dissected um yeah you know person in in Hollywood and in America's history. We don't Condone any of that? I, all. you know, there is a much bigger conversation
2: to be had. That is and a I
1: whole that, another show,
0: podcast, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and a lot you know, of people I just interact and say, "Oh, fuck that guy." Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck and that there guy. is a
0: bigger a bigger conversation about yeah. how much we can separate an artist from the art, and and can you uphold a, a movie by a person that is very bad? And um, we're not going to have that conversation on this show. But it is a conversation worth having. We're yeah. just
1: talking about the movie. The actual On, problem, yeah.
0: side note, I was almost in a Roman Polanski movie.
1: You were? Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> when?
0: What movie? So he was directing it. It was what? when I was in high school. Yeah. And he was directing it, but he wasn't right in the United States. But it was they were filming in the United States. And my best friend in high school, um, her sister's an actress. Yeah. And she was in the movie, and she was like, Brynn, do you like want to play like a little part in this movie?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" And then I asked my dad, and he was like, "Uh, fuck no." Fuck no.
1: (laughs) What movie was it? Do you remember?
0: I can't even remember what. Was it
1: Rosemary's Baby?
0: No, it was not kidding. Rosemary's <laughs> it was not alive. That I'm not it. That old. And,
1: I know, Sorry, I no. a joke. Gosh. I was originally
0: supposed to be Rosemary's Baby, <laughs> and then my dad was like, "No, yeah." Also, um, good dad, good dad. Yeah, good. My dad, at
1: the time, <laughs> I, I do it. love Rosemary's Baby. is one of my favorite. Oh, so good, we should so do that on the podcast. freaking good. Talk about scary. Um, that, scary. that movie creeped me the fuck out. Scary. That little thinnest root.
0: Yeah, that movie is as scary as this movie is as deeply depressing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. Again. Yeah. But yeah, this was like, I found it interesting. This is Jack Nicholson had a he- really heavy hand in this film since it was written for him. And he's in every shot, uh, every scene of this movie he is in.
0: It is. I read something that was like, this seems dumb to say, but we do not know anything in this movie that Jack Nicholson doesn't know.
1: Yeah, the and movie the-
0: shot 100% from his eyes. Mm-hmm. We do not have any information that Jack Nicholson's character is not privy to.
2: But that's yeah. a little bit kind of in the film noir style. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I totally bought it. It didn't feel like it was overly so, in my opinion.
1: I didn't yeah. notice it until towards Me maybe either. the middle end of the film I started was like wait a minute he's in everything in this film and it's his point of view and
0: I I thought about it in the toward the end of the movie because he was like making a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. and I was like he's a dumb dumb and I know more than he does, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, this whole movie is just—he is making these assumptions, and actions are happening because of dumb things that he's doing. Because yeah. he's the only one with the information, and the only information we've got is what we've gleaned or remembered from seeing this way too young as a child.
1: <laughs> way too young. <laughs> but i, I so think let's it get hit into me
2: that <laughs> I think
1: it hit me that it was all his point of view. Is in the scene when he goes to the landowners and they beat him up, and then you go to blackout." Because he passes out. And then the next, when the movie starts up, it's when he wakes consciousness. So it's like... For a
0: second, I thought something was wrong with my TV. (laughs)
1: Because it just goes... It just went black. I was like,
0: oh, no. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but the film... um, So, you you know, we talked about Faye Dunaway when we did our Mommy Dearest episode. And she was problematic in that film. So when I was doing research... The same things were coming up with Faye Dunaway in this film. But this is my opinion on it. I think this was a 1974, and it's weird because the male actors can have these attitudes... Yep. But the minute the female actor, like Faye Dunaway, stands up for herself, especially when Roman Polanski goes over to fix her hair and actually pulls a hair out because it was out of place. And she was like, don't you ever do that to me again and stormed off the set. I'm like, good for her because – and then Jack Nicholson was in an interview. They all – and Roman Polanski and Rob Townsend and other people were were in an interview said that um, they just labeled her as crazy, as insane, and I'm like, that would not fly today. That She's would not fly today. Yeah, She's
0: this lady being a lady.
1: So that mentality. Is she on of, her
2: period? <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that mentality, even in 1974, was was. Uh, it's just. It. I just felt bad for Faye Dunhoy because I'm like. She can't get a break. <laughs> I told her she was probably also, in this also one. a
2: Capricorn woman. Yeah. So, so strongly I opinionated. i <laughs> I'm also not shocked because I feel like, you know, we hear the horror stories about the shining and how yeah. that was. And like, obviously, Jack Nicholson was an a- advocate for. <laughs> uh Shelly poor yeah. girl you know yeah. so like I feel like he's a little bit of that kind of like <laughs> sucks to be you
1: well yeah I mean he yeah he was in his prime I would say during that time so even now so male chauvinism is what it is and that's what
0: a hundred percent
1: yeah so I found that part of it problematic when I was doing the research I was just like Poor fate, done away. Poor Miss Faye. Faye. (laughs) But
2: she was
0: still great in this. Yeah, she was great in this movie. movie. She was amazing. And
1: then in the scene towards the end, when Jack Nicholson slaps her, so apparently during the filming of it, she got pissed at Jack Nicholson because he was like. Not really in, like, not giving it 100%. And she yelled at him and said, just hit me. And so he did. But that so, scene was hard to watch. Watching it now, I was like, oh. So
0: hard to yeah. watch. Yeah. And also the scene where he's getting beat up by the farmers. It looks like he's really getting he beat
1: up? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he's all out of breath. I was like, I bet you they're really beating him up right now.
1: I know. It sure felt like it. I was like, oh, I would have hit them all in the balls and Geasy grabbed those crazy. crutches and beat that you guy. Can't. Oh.
0: We can't do that anymore.
1: No. So, Bryn, when was the very, 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 we're going to change gears. So, Bryn, when was the first time you saw this movie and how did it make you feel? And what do you remember about it? And how is it watching it this time around so many years later?
0: Um,
1: <laughs>
0: in news, surprising no one. Yeah, I saw this movie way too young.
1: How young?
0: <laughs> I was in elementary school the first time I watched Chinatown. Did you even was know city? what it was
1: about? So here is the thing yeah. that I will
0: say is that I did not. There's no way I could have known what it was yeah. about. Like, I, I, you know, my parents were super into noir. They were super into not letting having kids bring them down into what movies they had to watch. Yeah. So they were like, we're getting Chinatown tonight.
1: <laughs> you know what tonight's sure movie is kids? Chinatown.
0: I'm sure at some point they were like, get out of here or yeah. whatever. But no, I watched Chinatown when I was young and I loved noir. Like even from yeah. a very young age, like I loved Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. I, you know, loved like Rebecca and all of those sorts of, of films. This is like a little bit... um I mean it's not true noir it's like stylistically noir yeah. so you know it's like a pseudo and um I I don't I obviously could not understand it but I understood Faye Dunaway's eyebrows
2: <laughs>
0: and I had a visceral reaction when I rewatched it with the nose because I remember as a kid seeing that oh, and freaking is, the yeah. fuck out cuz it looked so, so good bad. and real and um
1: it just yeah I remember that mm. No.
0: But I remember, like, even as a kid being, like, like a pretentious little, like, you know, kid? 10-year-old. <laughs> and you're like, yes, this is important. This is important. To God,
1: me. I can't imagine. You're, like, over here. Like, well, how old were you? How old I were it was you? was, like,
0: probably, like, 10.
1: 10. This 10-year-old probably quoting Chinatown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come I on. Used to say,
0: I, I used to say. How do you like them Jake? apples? I used to say, forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown, Chinatown. <laughs> all the time. All the time to people. Forget it, Jake. Oh,
1: Chinatown. man. But the whole... And even with the title of the film, Chinatown, it's like the bad... That's where you go to die, pretty much. Is yeah, how the it, bad...
0: And there's like a lot... I was reading a lot about like the inherent racism. Oh,
1: big time. Even like, in this movie where... They use um, racial slurs against yep. Asian American people. I'm like, and oh, you know, man. like the Asian,
0: the like the, the, you know, the minorities that are, that do show up in the film are all in like the butler oh, yeah. or yeah. the, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. And then just saying like cops don't care what happens in Chinatown. <laughs> You're
1: like, exactly it's such an
0: important piece of American cinema that's so deeply rooted in like anti Asian
2: sentiment. I know. And yeah. Yeah, but also like they're not sugarcoating what wasn't. Ha- you know what I mean? It it's true. You kind of so got it's a, a lot real... better than like you know we did uh, breakfast at Tiffany's where yeah. well that was offensive and also just glossing over any kind of disparity. It, yeah, it this it... was at least attempting to portray something accurate.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah. that's that was a little more. Not tolerable, but I was like, okay, they're not making fun of because it felt like back then in nineteen thirty thirty five, thirty six, thirty four, seven. Sorry, thirty seven. So. Thirty seven. That was the mentality. That's how people yep. thought. And
0: and it is man. like saying that, like the cops are doing the bare minimum.
1: Oh, bare because, like, minimum. Cops are bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can buy the police if yeah. you're rich enough. And yeah,
1: but they took such a boring topic of water so and made strange. it interesting in a way, especially yeah. for a like detective.
0: Uh, yeah, because Robert when he had he had turned down a bunch of money mm-hmm. to adapt The Great Gatsby. Yeah. And instead decided that he was going to do this movie for less money for twenty five
1: thousand, I think.
0: Yeah. And when he wrote movie. it, he was like reading books about it. And he's like, here's a sexy topic.
1: So water. <laughs> Stolen um, water.
0: But it's like the thing, because like, the inherent unfairness of it and stuff like really resonates with people, oh, because you're like, oh, this yeah. actually did happen, and it is super unfair, and stuff like this is still happening.
1: The thing that got me was the end of the film, because they just get away with it. They get away with everything. Everything that Jack Nicholson's character was finding out and trying to stop By the end of the film, it's like all after nothing type of a thing with a very sad ending.
2: That also made me feel like it was much more kind of like the movies in modern times that we deem to be like successful and good movies because they gave us that, like, well, you didn't do, you know, one plus one equals two kind of ending. Like, you know, you gave us a switcheroo and that kind of thing. And yeah. yeah it didn't like,
1: follow the, Departed the
2: comes to mind where yeah. it's like you're not gonna get what you want. and yeah. also it's not it's not gonna end pretty. um, you know, it's gonna so I, I thought this was very kind of like, oh, these are the themes of storytelling that just are always great, no matter what time you're in. yeah,
1: yeah. That
2: and that sense? was not the original yeah. ending.
1: no, it was not because in the original ending, didn't he write? That, he wrote that um,
0: Faye Dunaway fatally shoots her father, yes. so he dies. Oh, but I she would goes, have liked that
2: he, better.
1: And he, but she, she goes, goes to jail. prison yeah. forever
0: because she refuses to tell anyone why she shot him because she doesn't want her daughter to know and she doesn't want everyone to know that her father raped her and she doesn't want her daughter think to know. I would have liked that better because her your daughter, her, sister, her daughter, <laughs> daughter, her sister, her daughter, sister, my, dad, my sister. Um, my and then daughter. she just goes to prison forever. Yeah. But then Roman Polanski was like, no, this is much more cinematic mm-hmm. to sort of reinforce that the rich people
1: get away get with away murder. With
0: whenever they want. Yeah. And there was also a scene in the the um original movie when they shot it that Robert Towns said that he was really upset that they cut, which is when Curly you know, in the beginning, he the guy who's gets the pictures, yeah. which what a way to start a movie, right? I know. Um, and Curly says he tells Jake, like that his plan is to kill his wife. And Jake says, You're not rich enough to get away with murder. Yeah. And then that's why they're having the conversation about money. And then they cut it, but he said he really what Robert Townsend that more than anything else, he wished they had kept that in because that is foreshadowing. To the end of the movie, where if you are rich enough, I you can why get they, away with murder. I
1: wonder why they didn't keep that.
0: I think it was just for time or whatever. Because like the original screenplay was like, it would have been three
2: hours long. Wow,
1: because it already was clocking in at over two hours. Like two hours. And so, so long. Well,
2: that's also really putting it up in the audience's face where I feel like the rest of the movie was a little bit kind of like back a step like, you had to look for that and then put the clues together yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then also, like, they worked you up to the point where it's like, oh, well, that's acceptable because this, like, spoiler, rape incest kind of situation happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you just started the movie with that, it would be, especially at that time, I think, so overwhelmingly confronting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have been able to keep the uh, some of the audience in Engaged to actually show the story. For, yeah. yeah, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I do like this style of movie where you're, you're getting the one viewpoint and you're trying to solve this crime along with the character.
0: It is very cool. It is... Um... Very different from, like, I don't know. We've gotten so we're getting deep into movie theory I know. now.
1: We, uh, I know where you're going with this, Brynn, and I agree with you 100%. Yeah.
0: We were like, we've gotten so jaded uh, with that, you know, like trying to figure it out that like, we need to feel so smart. We need to see it from 32 different angles. Yeah. We need to be a step ahead. We need to see this and that. We need a, you know, a freaking um, knives out. Every point of view, everything we're looking, it's like a Sherlock Holmes thing. We think we're so smart. Yeah. Like everybody needs that now. Otherwise they're like, this is, t- it's like too simple or whatever, but it was, in watching him, like we are figuring, we're all, we're not that smart. Ain't none of us no. that smart.
1: <laughs> okay? we're it, you know we're I figuring kinda, it along with him. I kind of like the simplicity of the in this movie, the storytelling where it felt it felt like it wasn't being put in your face and going, "Here's a clue. Here's yep. another one. Look over here. <laughs> Look up the Chinese. Look over here." It was like, yeah. "Here it is. You figure it out." I'm not exactly. gonna tell you. And I kind of really miss that kind of film. And you don't see a whole lot of it much, especially with the big big films in the that come out and stuff from Hollywood. No. So this was a nice refresher to that era of a Hollywood. I could I guess you can stay and say instead of the big blockbuster film, it's that nice storyteller film.
2: Did yeah. you tell us when you, when yeah, you Tony, first saw this? When did you first?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I saw this later. I saw this in my early 20s, like very early on. And I remember I got introduced to it from a, a friend of mine um, who was a huge movie buff, like movie movie buff, like really into cinema and film. And she showed it to me and was like, you have to watch this movie. It is on one of the, it's like on the, it's like a great film on the and I was like, okay, okay, just let me get stoned and now watch it. And, <laughs> which was a bad idea back then because I had no idea what the fuck was happening yeah, in the this is a movie you got
2: I can't even yeah.
1: So the first time I remember watching it I was The one thing I remember is the nose scene When he gets his nose chopped It yeah. real, I remember that stayed with me And it maybe it was because I was stoned But it I really remember I
2: literally went like this right at the right moment
1: <laughs> Yeah
2: So like I've seen everything around it But I'm okay that I didn't I forgot part? that was coming again <laughs> I did too and
1: I showed was- it
2: happening right Yeah Oh
1: Yeah, no, I
2: he had it at his face
1: and I went, Nope. And then it
2: happened.
1: (laughs) So when I so when I first saw it, I thought it was I was a little so I remember I had to watch it again. Like I think I watched it maybe a year later. And I remember really appreciating the film because I was like, Oh, this is this is very well done. Like the story was original and I appreciated it coming from One character point of view, and it just reminded me of those old detective books and films that, from uh, that I remember, like even reading as a kid. I'm not that old, but (laughs) you know what I mean. And uh, and especially in like the Muppets, or when you're a kid, you always see them throw to that style of black and white detective, yes, private eye, right? So this film reminded me. I remember my when I first saw it, I was like. (gasps) that's where this, all those things come from is this type of film and stuff. Yep. But then when I rewatched it, it ha- I hadn't seen it probably since my early 20s. So it's been a good, tw- maybe almost 20 years since I saw it. Um, the same thing happened. The first time I watched it, I was stoned by mistake.
2: Aww.
0: By mistake? I know. How does one become stoned by mistake?
1: I just, I, I just got <laughs> stoned and I didn't realize we had to watch the movie. <laughs> And then we did.
2: You forgot that it was something you needed to actually pay attention yes, to. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I thought I would be okay. But no. Oh and goodness. then when then when I did get Sunstar Watching a Movie, I was like, oh shit, this is what happened last time. Yeah. <laughs> so then I like I literally was like this watching the movie. Um okay. Like, just (laughs) wide eyed, really focusing as hard as I can on the TV. (laughs) Oh, and Rob and producer Rob is like, You're an idiot. (laughs) Tony,
0: much like the LA water wars, if you do not learn from history, you are doomed to repeat it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yep. so then i had to re-watch it again this week and the second time i really appreciated it that's when i started okay. noticing all this all this stuff but um we are halfway through the show so you know what time is for since we hit the halfway mark it is time for name drop Let's start. (gasps) Dolly Parton. Rachel Maddow. I I spend an hour with her every single
2: day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion. Liza Minnelli. Cher? Laura Dern. I don't know her.
1: Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone?
2: My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga
1: story of all time. Hate him, loathe her over them. Cancel it, tell me everything. Yes, it is time for Name Drop. This is our version of Six Degrees and Bryn. Who are the actors for this week's name drop
2: that you will get
1: i know you always get this segment i think i got (laughs) one i got it one time i
2: got one once
1: yeah me me and jonesy are tied then we're tied Um,
0: and one time nobody got it
1: nobody got it we were (laughs) like hey let us know
2: But that's Um, why we need you, audience members. Yes, please.
0: (laughs) So, we're going to do from this movie the lovely, the often maligned Faye Dunaway. Yes. Hello, Capricorn. And from the next movie, we are going to do um, the Renaissance man, Kevin Klein. Oh, I love Kevin Klein. So fade anyway fade to Kevin Klein. Let's see if we can,
1: yeah, we can get that. If, if we, we can, can do figure it, it out. Kevin Klein's such out. a great actor. He's been in so I many of my favorite obsessed.
2: films. I love him like, so much. Other than. The show we did, Mommy Dearest. I don't know what else she's been
1: in. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Hello,
2: Bonnie and Clyde. I um, never Days seen of the
0: Condor. Oh, Towering Inferno.
1: Towering Inferno. That's right. I never
0: seen mm-hmm. it. none of them. No. Network. <laughs> Adam
1: oh, Network. Right. She was Network. Network. Yeah. Won the
0: Oscar for that. Yeah,
1: that's right. Wow, that's right. I. Forgot this is why we do why the,
0: the show, feels. guys. This is why we do the
1: show. This guys. is why we do it. <laughs> uh, so we will get back to name drop at the end of the episode. We'll see if. Any of us figured it out. Um, So we'll revisit that. But did you know that there was supposed there was a sequel to Chinatown? Did you guys know this in 1990? Um, The Two Jacks, and this was written. It was starring um, Jack Nicholson again, and it was written and directed. I want to say by Robert Town, but it did. But it was
0: directed by Jack Nicholson.
1: Jack starring Jack. Oh yeah, you're right. He also also directed it. And the two it bombed. Jakes. It bombed yeah. so bad. Who wants to watch a movie
0: called two, about two guys named Jake called The Two Jakes. Jakes?
1: No, no. No, thank you, ma'am. No, thanks, It's like ma'am. the original
0: Dude Where's My Car. No, thanks.
1: <laughs> they, what do you mean I, the original? I, I Was there a the sequel?
2: Where's My Car,
0: just got well, it's say. like the original iteration. Of, Are you Jake? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm Jake. Jake. Aren't you Jake? Jake
1: who? That's <laughs> right. That's right. Dude. That's yeah. right. Dude. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So... We, Brynn and I gave our opinions of this movie that we have watched when we were younger and currently. But, Jonesy, you have never seen or heard of this film ever until this week?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So what did you think? First time watching it ever. What did you think Um, of this film?
2: The intro dragged...
1: Okay. I'm sorry,
2: I'm a modern day viewer. I did not appreciate the slow rollout. You mean the opening credits or? Yes, that too. I'd like oh, that. you mean the entire, like the, whole, the entire first interview. half of
1: the movie? Yeah.
2: Got it. The first <laughs> yeah. act. Okay. The okay. First, I hear you. The okay. first, okay.
1: understandable.
2: Yeah. First act was just like, oh my God, I don't want to watch this. Um. <laughs> Come on. Come
1: on. I'm not. I'm being honest, guys. (laughs) But I'm not Um, surprised.
2: (laughs) And then you know, once Faye Dunaway got up in there and was doing all of her like "Uh, uh, 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 mm," eyebrows, uh, I was on board. Um, uh, It got better. I liked. I did like the mystery of it. I liked the film noir, you know, part of it. Um, I really enjoyed how the story unfolded. And they tied it all in because I agree. I was really like, oh, water boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, oh god.
2: Like, could not care less. Um, even though I'm like, no, I love the environment. I want to care. I still was like, I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Um but overall, I cannot say I endorse watching this movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because fuck the filmmaker,
1: uh, I don't yeah.
2: think it was a good enough film that we should add it to the list. It doesn't need to be seen.
1: Are you being serious? I I disagree with you one hundred percent. I think it didn't see hold see. up. In my
2: opinion, wowie, wowzers! Yeah,
1: yeah. Th- I I totally disagree with Jonesy on that. <laughs> I okay. think it's an That's important. Okay. Okay. I think it's an important film for for the history of Hollywood and filmmaking. I really do. Oh, wow.
2: yeah. Here's what I think. If you watch Citizen Kane and can get why that's important, you can skip this one.
1: Two different eras, two different Bold. genres. For- yeah, no. Ooh. I disagree. No. But,
2: no. but, again, I don't want to glorify this filmmaker.
1: So the so- reason, the main reason why agreed, you're not. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. But the main reason you don't. Is it because of the filmmaker, the director, we should say? Or is it the story and the actual film?
2: It's two things. The filmmaker. So, okay, if we took that away, um, I still don't think it holds up over time.
1: Because of the I subject don't matter? Think, I, think, or?
2: I think that if you sh- just showed it to audiences now, people, it's not necessary. Um, I don't think it's necessary in film cinema history. I think there's other movies you could watch that can give you um, different parts of that. I, I just, and I think part of it didn't translate into modern and further going audiences. Like the beginning really did drag. And that's bad. I'm sorry. If you can't catch an audience in the beginning and you're just saying, no, 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 stick with me. Stick with me for 45 minutes. Trust me, it'll pay off. Well, I also
1: think that part of that is... not
2: die hard.
1: I know. But part of it is the fact... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Part of it is the fact that audiences today have a much shorter attention span than in 1974 when this film came out. I give you that. So I I think if you're watching it from that mindset, you're not going to like this film because you want instant gratification now instead I of waiting. Because
2: for it. There's other movies from the past that can still, you can appreciate the time and how it built up, and they still build up at, like, I would say, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. Ready? Here, come at me. It's Gina Loans at Instagram.
0: Don't <laughs> do that Wars. to
1: yourself. I know. Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Star Wars. I'm not even like, I you're, feel like you're, I feel like something's going on and you want to torpedo our podcast Yeah. Nope. and you want us no. and you are on a real self-destructive path and I don't no. want to go down with you.
1: Nope. Me well, neither. One, I think you're, Let's you're just, me. you're having a moment. So you've just had it, but it's to talk blasphemy right. against Star Wars. No, thank no. you, ma'am. So you na- let me finish. <laughs> what? Star-
2: if we put Star Wars in a modern audience without any context, I think they would say, "Oh, well there's parts that drag." However, they would still be like, "It's a phenomenal story. I was engaged and the parts that dragged, I am still were wor- I want to go through to find out the rest of the story." Okay. Do I think that of this film where it's kind of that time frame of story making where people are like, it's still worthy enough. Where push through the forty-five minutes. Do you understand why I'm saying I didn't? But it is.
0: It's, it's throwers, it is. guys? So it's no, a no, no. Equivalency. It's, yeah. it's not an action movie. It's not a
2: saga. Yeah. It is. A, it's a rope. It's a. It's a noir. It's a tight thread. So it's
1: what I'm hearing. And those forty-five
2: minutes could have been twenty-five.
1: Yeah. So what 25. I'm hearing, it's. You don't like the writing and the way the film was made. Like, that's what Fresh. you're not liking of it. Correct. <laughs> and you're entitled, like your like it. you're entitled to your opinion.
2: Hold
0: on. You're entitled to your opinion. 100% producer, I told Tony and I not to bash you. <laughs>
1: Yeah. and need
2: you just sit for your opinion. But then again, uh, there you part have. Part this podcast is yeah. me having conflicting yeah. opinions from which you guys.
1: Which yeah, is very so. interesting because you take people who grew up with film in their life as a strong component. Bryn mm-hmm. and I were yeah. film and filmmaking really shaped. I know for me really shaped the way I do a lot of things. I was inspired 100%. a lot by film. And then yeah. you have somebody who didn't have that who that wasn't an influence. So it's very interesting, and I'm sure our audi- the audience, too, you're going to have people that film wasn't important to them in their life and growing up, and then you're going to have other ones who it was. It was very important to them. And,
0: and But, Lena, you can't even see the merits of this as being an important component in American cinema. You're like,
2: nah. I think that... I I do, but I think that there are far other... More important films like what in American cinema
1: that you've uh, seen yeah. <laughs> like <In> what five <laughs> films that you've seen in
2: American cinema. Fair enough, but also <laughs> I never saw this film and I yeah. don't felt like I was lacking. I don't feel like this film gained me anything.
1: So and what would have been
2: again? It's really hard. I'm sorry, I'll acknowledge it's really difficult for me to think this is a film worth seeing when we know about the filmmaker. I don't think this is a film worth seeing.
1: Because of I the think filmmaker. there
2: are other huge parts of American cinema, like American Graffiti, uh, Star Wars, I think. Um, what was the other one I referenced just a bit ago? But
1: the- But those are all different genres. It's not this genre of film and this type of film making. And I'm sure. So it's hard, hard to say, film. say go watch Star Wars or go watch this in place of. Yeah, you Chinatown. You can't. You just are you can't telling that? me that
2: there's not other film noir films from this? I era mean, definitely, but not of this uh,
0: of this ilk of this era. Like yeah. it, it, it is very. <sighs> I, okay, I don't so, know, even know what we would compare it to. I mean, like I, there's like Raging Bull or Taxi Driver, but they're not noirs. Like they're they're yeah. the same sort of films that came out of importance during this era. During this, so sort of I time. don't understand I the
2: importance. So explain to me the importance and why it was an impact at that time because I still don't see it. And yes, I'm looking at it from a very naive, yeah. backwards looking or, you know, forward looking backwards and backwards a lot, like before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really hard for me to comprehend. But like also going back to the subject of our podcast in the church, this kind of subject matter wasn't yeah. deemed important, wasn't deemed a part of life that was required. It was actually, if you had this kind of stuff in your life, that's what gave you conflict gave you sin invited the devil into your life so you should live a life where none of this kind of stuff could enter it does that make sense i sound. what st- would your yeah what would your, parents, yeah, think what would your parents
1: think about this
2: i literally just said it so basically the everyone involved in this movie was living in a like the you know the detective trying to seek out uh, affairs like that as other people in the movie said, is a, you know, sinful, non-trustworthy, you know, kind of debaucherous career kind of thing. And yet we know he has this past from when he was a cop and he tried to do the right thing in Chinatown, but we don't know everything. And like, but clearly Chinatown was like the not so great part of town. And like the church would all be about remove yourself from that Entirely get out of the crummy part of town, get out of that field of work, and if that's your only means, find other means. Like, I'm not saying it's easy, I'm saying that's what the church would say.
1: I'm not saying that it's your your fault that you're
2: living, (laughs) but what about
1: so? Back to the film, since we are talking about this film. Um, I do, I do strongly disagree with Jonesy in the fact that it's, it's not that. I think it's an important film in film history for Hollywood. I really do do think think because it is the end of an era of a film type of filmmaking where it was really about story and original screenplays. You moved into, after this film, this was one of the, if not the last film, before Hollywood was taken over by the big budget blockbuster films.
0: Yes, yes. So this film specifically, yes,
1: this film specifically... it was an end of an era in Hollywood. And I think it's yep. important for history, especially within film, for people to watch this film and understand like this, this is one way Hollywood used to be. That it's is no so, longer
0: here. just like such a slice of, of American movie making mm-hmm. of like what America was doing at that time, how we were making movies, how we were integrating the history and, um, I don't know. So many classic lines. How about them apples? How How about that
1: came from this movie? How about them apples? Yeah. Forget it,
2: Jake. That was one of
0: those where I was like, wait, wait. I knew. (laughs) I I thought about you. When I rewatched it, I thought about you. I go, I bet you Lena is just now realizing that that is um, how you like that? Not from Goodwill Hunting? (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, And then, like, forget it, Jake.
1: Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Yeah. I know like
2: my sister, my
0: daughter, my sister, my okay. daughter, my
2: sister. And daughter. Well, you if I can just, in defense of yeah. myself, I don't know about this era of film that you speak of. So I can't. You were, right, you were right. You're
1: right. You didn't. But yeah. You that's you know true. what I
2: mean? Like all of the movies you guys have listed as a reference. I'm just like, hmm? so. Well, <laughs> well think, of
1: so way, way, think, think of it this way, Jonesy, think of it this way before, <laughs> before this film, Well, this film, before that, you had your, your move, your. Your musicals, your nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, late sixties film. And all of that changed after Chinatown because Jaws came out right literally almost right afterward and introduced the new era of Hollywood of the big budget blockbuster films, which you were not seeing before this. It was the biggest you would have had was the MGM musicals, which was a whole nother era of film. So I think maybe if you knew that if you had like let's say film or history film history right and they went through the eras and and you can see okay before this film was made the eras before it like what what kind of films were being made and then yeah. transitioning into the late 70s cuz at the same time China came, came out it was 1974 Watergate was around the same time. And you had, was it one of the wars or Vietnam War was around there too or just coming out of it. So you had a very different America after this film was made, which introduced the whole new era of Hollywood. And I think that's why it's important.
2: My judgment isn't like overall time. I'm saying as of now with no background, no history. And so therefore does it hold up
0: I mean, I guess you're right. That is, in essence, mm-hmm. what we are asking you to do is go yeah. in blind. Yeah. You know, would I mean? I guess we are just now discovering that on this podcast. Um, do you have an especial love for cinema,
2: Lena? <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't realize how much of it I didn't know about. Well, that's, that's the, the
1: whole way. purpose of the show.
2: <laughs> I I had a, the reason why I got involved in theater was because of my love of. Yeah cinema and theater and musicals and like just you know tv as a performative thing like yeah i wanted to be on the mickey mouse club forever like so yes i was aware of it i just Here was my very contained bubble. Bubble. I had no idea there was all this other stuff. Right?
1: And so that's the job of this podcast, because I'm sure you're not the only one that feels that way. So I'm glad we actually reviewed this film, because I'm hoping Jonesy can take away maybe just a little bit of, like, Film history, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And
0: film theory.
1: But film theory. So yes. I, I don't know. I think that's great. But it is time oh, for no. Grace Get Me Stinger. as well. Wait. Oh, yeah. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of quinoa lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon. drink. I like it.
2: I know. It's great, right?
0: Another! Grace, give me a stinger.
1: So this is the part of the show where we pick a cocktail. And the little nibblies to pair with this film, and like Jonesy, I'm going like this, huh? What are you gonna pair Very this hard. with? Yeah, no, what about what would you what would you do, Bryn? With I with would this do film? A
0: Tom Collins with a lemon, not lime. Okay, she and he then, said that. Yes, yes, yes. And then I would do um, fish.
1: Fish, but I would the do it head
2: on.
0: Not with the head on. I do like that. Yeah. So that it had a real fishy smell.
1: What would you do, Jonesy, for this, this one?
2: Um, I think I would not eat and just have a cigarette or five.
1: Yes.
0: Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I thought wait, I thought of something better too. What? Un- unfiltered LA tap water.
1: Ah, oh, there you go. Oh no. You know what I thought of this for some the, the reason? The you want
0: to run, yeah, the it's run. Like a
1: diet. You it's know like what I thought and a of it? Diet. I thought of a California burrito.
0: Yes. Love that. And
1: just a shot of tequila.
0: I'm into
1: that. Yeah. That's it. That's That's (laughs) what this movie made me crave. I like that. (laughs) So we're going to revisit Name Drop. Did did any of us figure out how to pair up Faye Dunaway and Kevin Klein?
2: I know her from two movies. That we've done on this. Podcast. I honestly, I,
1: <laughs> I, I tried before the show. It couldn't be, I couldn't do it without looking it up. I, but Bryn, I, I know, I, I see.
2: You got this. Go you got ahead.
1: This.
2: So,
0: Faye Dunaway was in Bonnie and Clyde with Warren Beatty. <gasps> Warren crazy. Beatty was in Bugsy yeah. with Annette Bening. Um, Annette Bening was in the remake of The Women with Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan was in French Kiss with Kevin Close.
1: I used to love French Kiss. Oh, I love French Kiss. Remember that movie?
0: I love
2: that movie. Lena, have you seen French Kiss? Never seen it. Oh, it's a
1: cute little rom com from the 90s, right? It was the 90s. It's yeah. the
2: 90s.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so when oh, she has
1: a lactose intolerant, I've yes. been in your shoes, Meg oh, Ryan. Yeah. I know how that feels. We should fly. put French yeah. Kiss. It's a cute movie. At least I thought it was a cute Add movie. Add it to yeah. the Kiss. list. Yeah. Okay. So well, what are we going to do our grade? What did we grade this last time, Jonesy? Did you have it written down? Or yes, anybody?
2: I do. Yes, I do. So both Bryn and Tony gave it a solid A.
1: Brynn, is that grade going to change or stay the same for you this week?
2: I'm going to keep it as an A.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Me to too. I'm, I'm going to keep it A. as an A. It, it deserves an A.
0: I think it's important. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think. I it's do too. A,
1: yeah. I think if you haven't seen it, go watch it. You All you got to do is yes. watch it one time. I'm curious. If you
0: love cinema and movies, yeah. you should see this.
1: I'm curious for our audience members, for people who have never seen this movie, go watch it for the first time and let us know what you think. Yes. If you kind of agree with yes. Jonesy or yeah. if you think um, you agree with Brynn and I. I'm very curious with this one, what our audience's opinions yeah. of this so
2: film is. So that's the thing. My rating is going to be a solid B Mm -hmm. Um, Okay So yeah I need other people who don't have a background On this film To let me know What do you think? Am I crazy? It's okay if I am, just tell me It's fine
1: Because I am interested with people who are not film Nerds like Brynn and
2: I nerd. There's just a circumference Of like 30 films I'm a nerd about
1: yeah, so I'm really curious that, but you know what time it is we're going to talk about the movie or at least say our next movie and let Jonesy guess what this film is about just based off of the title and the movie poster and next week's film is a 1988 heist comedy A Fish Called Wanda A fish called Wanda. I know. I'm excited for this one. I'm so excited to do this, especially
0: after Chinatown.
1: Yeah, especially after Chinatown. So, Jonesy, what do you think this film is about based off of the name and the title? And just a little history. Jonesy's heard of the name of this film because she's always asked, what is a fish called Wanda? And we've never told her. (laughs) So, (laughs) this is going to be really interesting. So, what do you think it's about, Jonesy?
2: My ignorance is partially to blame from my loved ones.
1: Yeah, just a little. <laughs> um,
2: so I very much remember this movie cover in the VHS blockbuster and other non-name brand stores that you yeah. could rent movies. But it was rated R so we could never even touch it. Um, so I'm going to say it's, a new comedy about sex, murder, and seafood. Because that's what they said on, on the cover. <laughs> yeah, that's what it on the poster. Um, I mean, they're in a the lineup. I hope there's a mermaid. But I think there's probably not.
1: This isn't Splash. Um, <laughs> this isn't Splash.
2: <laughs> Splash. We should do
1: Splash. Um, She's seen Splash.
2: I have seen oh. Splash.
1: Yes. Loved it.
2: But yeah. Scandalous. Loved it. Um... I want to, it's. Uh,
1: Come on, you could do it.
2: A, like rom com, I think. But. Is with it sex stuff?
1: Sex stuff. Well, there you go. Rom com with, with sex stuff. stuff. <laughs> and it's about a mermaid, apparently. Yep.
0: Yeah, mermaid <laughs> rom com with sex stuff.
1: Yeah. So splash. So splash. <laughs> splash. Which I love, Daryl. <laughs> part two. Part yes! Two. <laughs> Wasn't that fish tales or whatever that yeah. weird Disney one? No,
2: I think there was a splash part two, but it was made like in the 90s. <gasps> I think 90s, there was yeah. like thousands, yeah. yeah. aughts. I'm
1: gonna look and at everyone, it. remember
2: when everyone said yeah. that they were gonna redo
0: it with Channing Tatum as the mermaid.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Well, I'd watch if that. If he's half naked, I might be interested. Yeah, I'd watch that. I might that. be interested. Yeah. Even
0: his neck if is,
2: awful, thick
1: I'd me. His neck like, is too thick for me. I'd His neck is too thick for you. I don't
0: like you? A thick neck like that. He's got a thick old neck.
2: Um, you know, you know what, what? they say
1: about a thick neck.
2: When that it's torso, hard to find
1: scarves. Yeah.
2: When that <laughs> waist and torso and those hips start moving, I'm not looking at his neck.
1: Nobody <laughs> is looking at. Well, not that neck. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that is that oh! his all Oh, oh, oh. Bow, 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 bow. all right that is it for us <laughs> we're gonna get out of here uh, oh we didn't ask is this get the film Springer passport or no jonesy mm. no no she said it no. earlier
0: she said it's she not said worth no. seeing yeah.
1: i disagree i think it's i'm be, sorry be, but, but oh,
2: well. and also guys you know what I, it's hard for me to put aside the whole rowan polanski thing
1: yeah so- I know.
0: It was I hard for was for my dad,
2: daughter. too,
1: when he ruined my career. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You cut up in a star. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow us on my sister, Instagram. My daughter.
2: My sister, my daughter.
1: <laughs> but you can follow us on Instagram at Filmspringa. We are, you can email us at Podcast at Gmail. You can watch us every Friday night on Out at TV at 8 p.m. If you miss our live show on YouTube. Um, go follow, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out a lot. And you guys... Send
2: any hate mail to Gina Loans.
1: Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that Please. to yourself. Tim don't no. yourself. I don't like to
2: see
1: it. <laughs> all right, you guys. We're out of here. And we will see you next Thanks. week with a fish Bye.